You want to compete in the AFC, you better have a quarterback and you better be able to hunt quarterbacks. The Cincinnati Bengals, they have Joe Cool. Now they have Miles Murphy with the 29th pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. They add the Clemson pass rusher. I'm Peter Bukowski. Joining me from Locked On Bengals, it's Jake Lisko. Before we get into the Murphy pick, Locked On's NFL Draft coverage is presented to you by Ultimate Football GM. You think you can run an NFL franchise? Visit ultimate-gm.com to play the ultimate NFL GM simulation game. Start your dynasty today. And Jake, this is a player in Miles Murphy who was projected to go in the top half of the first round. He falls to 29 here with Cincinnati. Where do you see him fitting into what is a very good defense already? Yeah, Miles Murphy is going to be off the bench for Cincinnati to start. I I think it's actually a fairly difficult path for him to get on the field immediately. The Bengals actually have four guys under contract right now for the next two years at edge that played a lot of snaps for them last year. Their starters, Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard, the backups, Joseph Osai and Cam Sample. And those guys played a lot in that rotation last year. So for Miles Murphy to get onto the field, he's going to have to beat out one of those backups in a situational role. But here's where the fit makes sense. They needed one to get younger, two to get cheaper, at least in the long term at this position. They have a lot of resources and a lot of money tied up there, and they're about to have a lot of money tied up on the offensive side of the ball with Joe Burrow's extension coming due. The other way it fits is that when Trey Henderson was off the field, the Bengals did not have a good pass rush, at least statistically from pass rush win rate percentage, from a pressure percentage perspective. When Trey Henderson was off the field, they needed more juice. Miles Murphy is, at least on paper, a way to add that juice. He had the elite 10-yard split, really good 40, really good motor, has the profile, the tools you would expect to translate into NFL pass rusher. The productivity leaves something to be desired, though, and so there's going to need to be growth for him. There's going to need to be an addition to the pass rush move toolkit for Miles Murphy if he's going to be more consistent in the NFL as a pass rusher. So those are the things that he's going to have to do to grow, but you have to love the toolkit and they needed more pass rush. They needed some guys that could keep the foot on the gas when they had to get Trey Hendrickson off the field and they have to give these rotational guys more breaks too. So adding depth with quality players enables the Bengals to stay fresher with high quality players on that defensive line rotation. Murphy is 6'5", 270 plus. What do you think the chances are that he gets some opportunities to maybe reduce inside and, and try and rush the, rush the passer from the interior? Because as you said, that edge group is so crowded. Teams usually want to find a way to get these first round picks on the field somehow. It'll be interesting to see what the Bengals do to manage that. Lou Anarumo in his press conference, the Bengals defensive coordinator, talked about Murphy as a versatile rusher, talked about him being able to line up anywhere. He mostly played outside when he was the most successful in 2021 and 2020 at Clemson, where as a freshman came out, set the world on fire. And then, you know, the the trajectory didn't really follow the normal trajectory for a five-star recruit. There was a defensive coordinator change in there. And it's a Dabo Swinney defense. So, you know, they're, they're those factors. But the Bengals already kicked Joseph Osai inside quite a bit in their nickel package. Cam Sample known to play inside a bit for them as well. So those guys might just continue to play inside and it just gives them a rotational piece at the edge where Sam Hubbard played a ton of snaps last year. Trey Hendrickson played a ton of snaps last year. They still need that interior defensive pass rusher for nickel situations where B.J. Hill, again, 
played a ton of snaps last year. So just having more bodies, having more options to reduce some of the snap count for some of those guys that played a ton last year and save some wear on the tires should be helpful in and of itself. Was there another way you thought this might go? The Bengals had been connected to a lot of these tight ends at the end of the first round. Michael Mayer on the board, not the pick. Someone who may be able to get on the field more uh, and more often for this team this year. The Bengals decided to go with positional value. And it came down to, from what I was told, a couple of guys that weren't who they picked. I, I thought Mayer was the pick when the Bengals were on the clock because Anton Harrison went one pick higher. I think they were thinking about adding a tackle where Jonah Williams has requested a trade and they were thinking about moving Anton Harrison to right tackle. They don't go in either of those directions and instead opt for positional value. And the other player that, or I guess a couple of players that Bengals fans were interested in, Joey Porter Jr., who did not get picked in the first round, and Nolan Smith, who Philadelphia added to Georgia North on that defensive line over there. <laughs> I, I think that from a Bengals fit perspective, Nolan Smith is not the kind of defensive end that they prefer. They've always liked bigger players at that spot. Miles Murphy, from a size perspective, fits what they look for pretty perfectly at, at that uh, 6'4.5", almost 6'5", 268 at the Combine. So he hits those numbers. And then Joey Porter Jr., honestly, Peter, I wonder if he was on the Bengals draft board because of their history with his dad. And that's not mm. very to the player, but Joey Porter Sr., as a coach for the Steelers, was on the field in the middle of the 2015 uh, for melee that happened uh, after that hit from Vontez Perfect on Antonio Brown managed to be part of the Bengals getting an additional penalty on that play. I don't think that that is a particularly strong relationship. And I wonder how that impacted things. I could be totally overstating that that could mean nothing at all. They could have totally separated son from father, but I do wonder because Joey Porter jr. Would not have surprised me either. It was probably disappointing to the Bengals to see Emmanuel Forbes get picked much earlier than perhaps people expected. Although there was a lot of smoke connecting him to Washington at 16 going into the day but I think that he was probably their top target. Given the way the board fell, Murphy, not a terrible surprise, just again, opting for positional value instead of the local guy in Michael Mayer, who a bit of a surprise falls out of the first round. For all of the latest on the Bengals draft, because we have a couple more days of this thing and all things related to the Bengals, subscribe to Locked on Bengals on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.